Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We're all about the archers. I'm Philippa. And I'm Quentin. And we're here to talk to you about what's happened so far this week, up to and including Tuesday, the 19th of December. Tonight, we discuss Harry Chilcott, good or bad. Emma's mooning. Triple chocolate cookies. And Jacob cracks the whip. Quentin, my cue, what do you think of the week so far? What do you think of tonight's episode, Tuesday night's episode? Well, I, I mean, the, the the word that sums up this week so far is farce, isn't it? Or farcical. I mean, the whole week has been riddled with nonsense, which I've, I've quite enjoyed, really. Why are you putting that face? It's been farcical. Because I thought you, you were going to say farce and you didn't like it. And I was just, I've loved this week. Then you ended well, up saying yeah, 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 it's give, good. Yeah, give me the chance to say whether it's good or bad. <laughs> I've simply put it in context. It's been farcical, but it's been fun. It's been fun and nonsense. It has. And I was really hoping that Emma had Moon's gym. We've had Lederhosen and we've had the disaster of the first agriculture um, run-through, which was farcical and great fun. And we have seen Jacob, frankly, emerge as the main act of agriculture because he has been my complete fave this week so far. Oh, yes, we have so much to talk about but let's start off about tonight let's talk about harry chilcott that phone call to chris i clapped my hands with glee i thought this this is something to for us to chew over q thoughts observations come on tell me well i I wrote a note here saying trouble at mill and i couldn't work out whether harry knows who chris is or whether it's genuinely inadvertently ringing up the local farrier. Is Harry up to something to sort of embarrass Chris or lord it over him as the owner of a racehorse or two? Because he he was booked as Mr Chilcott, so Chris has no idea he's called Harry, so he didn't uh, make two and two, did he? There can't be that many farriers in the area called Chris. Yes. I've always thought Harry isn't as nice as you lot think he is because you've all gone swooned over him. 
<laughs> I, I think he's a bit of a cad. He's, he's, why, why did he split up with Bryony? We've yet to find out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, that one. And I've got a hunch Harry knows who Chris is, and he deliberately didn't say, hi, this yeah. is Harry Chilcott, it's Mr Chilcott. Absolutely. Nobody phones someone at 10.30 unless it's, you know, a sheep in a field that needs a vet that minute. 10.30pm, yes. no, that's yes. not happening. He said he's done some research about Chris on his website. I think he knows exactly who Chris is. We also heard Harry's scheming yeah. voice sounded more authoritative to be nice, possibly he's just making sure that Alice and Chris are no more, that that relationship is over. But no, I think there's more to it. There's scheming. Oh, and poor Chris has been lovely yeah. lately. He's heartbroken. Yes. He's realised yes. actually he loves yes. Alice. And I was wondering before tonight yeah. if he was going to admit to Alice that actually he was still in love with her and that was going to be the story. But no, this is sinister and wonderful. I'm here for it. Well, lest we forget what a horrible chap he was when he first arrived at the stables. He was horrible. So we had flashes of that again, didn't we, this evening, with his scheming yes, voice. to be fair, the horse he had financed had been impaled on a stick of wood because they'd let the horses cavort about while the fireworks were going off. So I understand why he wasn't extremely happy. We saw his nasty side. Yes. His firm Harry Chilcott side. is not what firm side. Yeah, I bet you like to yeah. see his firm side. Harry Chilcott is not as nice as you all think he is. All right, <laughs> you heard it here for the umpteenth time. And I wish you'd listen to me, <laughs> Philippa. And tonight, of course, as you've mentioned, Emma's alleged mooning of Jim and reciting a limerick. I mean, that would be good yes. at the agriculture show. But I love that. Yeah. I love George's opening line, you know, good morning, mother, as Emma was feeling mm. slightly unwell, so unwell that uh, Susan didn't even recognise Emma's voice on the telephone. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was yes. great. Yes. And the fact that she got comeuppance on George, so he's going to have to go and help Jim with his jobs. Paint his shed. But yeah. the, 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 star, the star of the week so far is Jacob, isn't it? I mean, he's just hilarious. I mean, you, I hope you remember a few weeks ago, I said my prediction was that there will be a double act between Vince and Jacob. Vince would be the funny guy. Jacob would be the straight man. Jacob now, purely by mistake, is going to be the funniest man of the night because if he compares this show, he's going to be another Ricky Gervais. Like, you know how Ricky Gervais was at the Globes? He insulted the entire audience as the compare. Jacob's going to do the same. He'll go down a storm. He's going to be hilarious. And how many people have stood up to Linda and said no, yes. imposed a three-minute limit? There will be a bell if you go over it. There will be a hooter if you're too dull or too rude and a bell yeah. if you go over three minutes. And Usha's already dreaming of this dream man. She's not alone because, you know, somebody I know very well associated with this podcast has come up with this dream figure. <laughs> I hope you can all see this. This is an AI-generated image of Jacob that's somebody by the name of Philippa has generated. I'm afraid, I'm sorry, Josh, you are no longer my number one. Jacob is the man for mm. me because not only does he like things in order and he's focused, yeah. but how he managed Linda and the fact that he's going to press his hooter when things are too rude. This is what I need for when you're saying things that are too rude. Q, I need a hooter to sound to stop you in your tracks. Well, it'd be a permanent hoot, wouldn't it? I am a hoot on, on, on this, and we don't need your hooter. So, yeah, there you go. Jakob, star, star of the week so far. 
and he will be the star of the show. He will be doing a Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. I do just right. need to mention, I know you'll be thrilled about this, the food. Oh. It's only brief. There wasn't much mentioned, but we've had triple chocolate cookies. Thank you very much. Chris made a start on the veg and cherry cake today, Susan's cherry cake. Hugh, it is fair to say that you're <laughs> under the weather, but still valiantly recording, aren't you? I've still got a sense of humour. Is that the end of your fascinating list of food? Yes, it is. It is. And if time is moving on, though, any other faves, any other flops? So I, I obviously wasn't listening during your, your list, but you did mention the triple chocolate cookies, did you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I, I put that down as a P fave. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned that as your fave. <laughs> I think you said cherry cake and muffin, didn't you? I didn't hear muffin. When was muffin? You mentioned the muffin. What? George no. offered his mum a muffin. Yes. You're right. Oh, my goodness, I've failed. I apologise to everyone. OK, any other faves, quickly? Uh, can I just say, my another of my faves was yes. Emma having her first night out in about 20 years. And when she came home right. drunk, she instead of being an awful drunk, she was a funny drunk. And when I listened to it a second time, I was laughing along. I thought it was brilliantly acted. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, she was. It was. It was. And I love the way she got her comeuppance with, or George got his comeuppance because she turned it on him. I thought that was, and yeah, you know, that nice little reference to where do you think you get all your wits from? And that actually ties in with when we interviewed Emerald, she said, you know, Emma isn't given the credit for being as bright as she is. And that was a little insight, wasn't it? To just the way she perceives the character. I, I like the, I, I, I mean, it was embarrassing, but I, I just thought it was funny, the whole lederhosen scene with David putting his clodhoppers right in there. The unreconstructed farmer that he is just pl just ploughed in there, didn't he? With his, telling Stella that he, she has a really cracking pair of pins. Ah, oh, bless him. And what surprised me about that is that Stella, you know, she's she's a, she's a forceful woman, but she's a pushover, isn't she, in these things? She's, no, I'm not going to dance, I'm not going to wear a lederhosen. And the next second, she's dancing and willing to put on some lederhosen. She's, she's very biddable, really. Well, she's just amenable. She's just, you know, mucking in with, with the family, with the firm. But David didn't just say that Stella had got nice pins. I, I was listening and I actually had my hand over my mouth because it just, what he was saying felt so awful to me. Stella's legs would grace any lederhosen we could possibly come up with. You've got <laughs> splendid legs, and I'm not just saying that. I've noticed you've got a cracking pair of pins. I mean, that's not just saying the wrong odd word. That's a paragraph of cringe. I, I, I didn't write all that down, but my word. <laughs> and then... Pip says, Dad, have you been eyeing up Stella's legs? Well, that's a lovely chesty laugh there, Q. <laughs> you can't yes. say that and so not that was... have eyed up her legs. It's it's just... No, no, mm. he couldn't. He just kept digging, didn't he? And, yes. um, but he was trying to make it say it as a compliment. <laughs> but no. it's, it's in 2023, it probably jars a bit, but, but he, he was honest. He was honest. I was pleased to hear Chris back. I, I sort of missed him, actually. Mm. I put a little, well, Chris, exclamation mark in. So good, good to have him back. And he, he behaved impeccably, I thought, Chris. He oh, really did. He did. He did. And Susan, yes. when she found out that Alice was seeing someone else. Yes, I that was a, that was was a nicely written scene, that was. Ballistic, but yeah. no, yeah, she she was yeah. lovely. Yeah. Also, I did wonder, yes. did Linda put her name on every piece of paper that went into the 
bag <laughs> to decide who went first. Well, I was slightly disappointed because I thought there was going to be a fight between Linda and Stella as to who was going to be first. <laughs> but Jacob wasn't having any of it. Good, good on him. Yes, brilliant. The fact that Tone is going to do a comic monologue called "Over oh, yes. the Five Bar Gate" in rhyming couplets. I mean, that's. I need to oh, hear that. Us. I really do. Spare us. <laughs> and Sykesy, of course, they've got to use him, haven't they? Because he's mm. Jasper Carrot, but he's he's going to be rambling on with memories of an old farmhand. But he was shut down within about and three seconds by Yakov, wasn't he? <laughs> Yakov knew him immediately where that was going. And Jim Lloyd doing funny yeah. bits from under Greenwood Tree. I would like to see that as well. Yes. I think that'd be nice. Yes. But I also love the way Yakov <laughs> banished Kate as she was too much of a distraction. <laughs> He's not taking any nonsense from anybody. It's going to be, as Alan said, a complete disaster, but quite an hilarious one, I think. Um <laughs> Well, have you got any flops? Because we need to go to our predictions. We're almost out of time. Like you can give me one more flop if it's seconds long. Well, in, in a way, the, 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 my phase were the flops as well. I mean, I mm. love the mooning idea. It was a flop that it didn't happen. I, I love the sort of awkwardness of the lederhosen. Well, that was a flop as well, wasn't it? Because it went down so badly. Although they did laugh about it. No real flops. I thought it was quite a bit of sauce this week. A bit of sauce. You know, Susha, Usha, Usha, Usha having saucy dreams like you are about about Yakov, and yeah. I, I loved the. I mean, I, I you know I, I can see smut where it doesn't exist, as you know. And Yakov imposes three minute time limit, and Linda said, "Well, I need at least eleven minutes for my anecdotes, uh, thirty minutes including all the laughter." And he says, "You need to trim some time off your anecdotes." And she says, "They're trimmed to the bone," <laughs> you know. <laughs> for the those of us who love a double entendre. It was classic double entendre moment. That so yes. Um, I don't. So get yeah, that. Too, you are too. You are too pure. You're too pure, and you hang on to that. Us smutty <laughs> lot. We'll, we'll see any 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 innuendo we like in anything that's written. I, I have anyway. no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. probably best. But good, yeah. good, okay. good, good. We're good. out of time. Good. Hit me with your good. prediction, Q. What's your prediction? My prediction is that Sykesy is going to tell a saucy anecdote about him and Jill from their early farming days at agriculture, and it will be extremely embarrassing for everybody concerned. And I think he'll plough on despite hooters and bells from Jakob, because he's he's Im- implied a bit of you know they had something going back in the back in the day. So I think he he'll find that irresistible. Sykesy will embarrass everybody. I think. Yours. My goodness. Well, I think the agriculture show will be a huge success. The next time we have an All About the Archers, it'll be Boxing Day. So we've got Christmas Day before then. So I think oh, yeah. something big is going to happen with Rob, maybe his will, maybe Rob's brother or father will contact Helen. There's going to be something, I think. Hmm. What about his funeral? Has he had his yes. funeral? We've not heard it. No, no. So the, there is right. all of that. So I think yeah. there's going to be some more upset along the way will we have helen's ghost of christmas past present and future are they going to do that but what's going Mm. to happen with harry chilcott yes there's a lot but this is it we're out of time we have to go are we we do very quickly need to mention if you'd like supporters you can go on to patreon type in all about the archers patreon and we'll be there we've got some very special live seasonal of patreon events planned for next year that we're looking forward to interviews will be back in the new year and i'll be back 
on Boxing Day with Lauren for the next All About the Archers. So that's it from us for this week. It's a bye-bye from me. And have a very happy Christmas from me. Yes, Merry Christmas. Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) 